0: Welcome to Postcards from the Bush with Robin McConkie. It's a podcast about the nuts and bolts of life in rural Australia: the good, the bad, and the beautiful. Our mental health has been tested during the coronavirus pandemic. For teenage high school student Bella Schiff from Nanango in Queensland, it's her passion for animals and the bond she develops with them that's helped her through the anxiety attacks that she suffers linked to COVID-19. Bella wants to be a vet and knows that it's going to be a tough journey. Her ambition, drive and determination and her interest in agriculture has seen her named a finalist in the Queensland Rural, Regional and Remote Women's Leadership Awards. The finalists were announced on International Rural Women's Day, that's October the 15th, where the theme this year is celebrating resilience in rural women in the wake of the coronavirus pandemic. I caught up with Bella and other finalists on International Rural Women's Day.
1: It's completely overwhelming. I'm more than happy and thrilled with how it's turned into my favour and I can't wait to see where the rest of it goes. It's, It's pretty amazing.
0: Now you're in year 11 at uh, Nanango High School.
1: Yes, that is correct.
0: It's a pretty busy time of year for you at the moment, isn't it?
1: Yeah, transitioning into year 12 and the new system and it's really hard at the moment and I'm, I'm struggling a little bit but uh, I'm going to get through it and
0: do amazing things with it. And you actually want to be a vet, is my understanding.
1: Yes, that is my number one passion. I've always done a lot of work with animals and stuff like that. I've always been like up on farms had farms and uh, just working with animals has just been my dream and uh, since I was a little girl I was like I'm gonna be a vet that's it I'm gonna be a vet and I've uh, just pushed on and pushed on to be one what
0: is it about working with animals that really gives you a buzz I,
1: just the connection between me and animals is just amazing like I I connect a lot with animals and that's just how I have wanted to become a vet is through the connection of just being with them and uh, touching them that's probably sounds weird but uh yeah it's just it's an amazing experience and
0: how do you build that trust with an animal
1: it's hard and some animals can be like right in your face or like really scary but you just got to take your time and build up those steps to build a connection and uh, create a really good bond
0: there's a lot of work to be done between here and getting into vet science. It's a very, it's, it's the most difficult course, in at any university to get into it in Australia. I know
1: I'm not going to get there straight away, but I have plans from A to Z on how to get there. So I'm obviously just I'm passionate enough and determined enough to be able to get there.
0: Don't you love to hear someone like Bella talking to us, Carolyn Harris? You have been involved in farm organisations for over 55 years. The United Graziers Association, the Grain Growers Associations and the and Ag Force. What is it that inspires you when you hear someone like Bella talking about agriculture and a passion for the, for the industry?
2: Oh, it makes me feel really warm, uh, Robin because i think the future of our industry is our agriculture is a wonderful industry and i think the future of our industry is the um bella's um generation and well not not just that but the younger people in our industry are the future of it and i'm in, really inspired by their thoughts and their embrace of technology and just and the future and change they they really, people of you know, agriculture is exposed to international markets, um, and I think that our young people have really taken that on board. And I, I, I agree with with Bella. I've always loved animals, and um, even though we grew crops for quite a long time, it was never my passion. The crops weren't my passion. The cattle, the cattle always were, and uh, I think there's something absolutely amazingly magical about watching. A cow have her first calf. How does a heifer know what to do when she has a first calf? Like when we have our first children, we have medical people and so on, and and our own families to tell us how do how do those heifers know what to do with their newborn calf? And to me that. That is really one of the joys of of being in agriculture, apart from the fact that we feed the world and do all those wonderful things. And I also think that being in an organisation like AgForce that, you know, representing um, our industry and helping to form the... or trying to the legislation and Robin you and I remember marching down the only time I felt quite liberated (laughs) had a a, a protest march in George Street over the vegetation management laws and it was really amazing I don't know why we didn't start protesting long years before
0: but uh, but farmers got to be resilient and how do you teach young people about resilience and getting through things like I suppose they've all been through COVID this year and having to and having to study from home how is that Bella studying from home?
1: Studying from home was actually really easy. I do distance education uh, through my school as well and it's it's honestly pretty easy. It wasn't that difficult at all. Yeah, I was probably less motivated to do things because I was at home, didn't want to get out of bed, didn't want to do schoolwork, but like had cows to go tend to had horses to tend to don't want to do school work which one do I choose uh but yeah uh being at school is probably better because you get to see people um your mental health is probably the most important thing and uh, mine took a big plummet through uh the lockdown and all that so getting back to school was pretty good so
0: and is that about resilience fighting through it the mental health issues
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, Like, I suffer from anxiety really bad and I've got to have a strong resilience to get through all of the things that face me and uh, being able to get through the COVID-19 and all my mental
0: health problems that have happened. Does working with animals help at all in reducing the anxiety, building that relationship and the calming influence of animals on you?
1: Yeah, 100%. If I have an anxiety attack, I just leave and go see my horses and I just go chill with them and sit in a paddock with them for a couple of hours. Like, they're my my biggest support.
0: What are they teaching you, the animals?
1: Uh, They teach me... Be chill. <laughs> like, just be chill. You don't have to jump at everything.
0: You're listening to Postcards from the Bush with Robin McConkey Life on the land can be tough, but the people who live there choose to live where they live. And there is a sense of community you won't find in the city. <laughs> if you were to talk to Bella now and you are standing, what would your advice to Bella? She's in year 11 at school. That's a, you took over running the property at 21 and I think you were also managing the family property from about 16 or 17 with your brother. What would your advice to a young lady who wants to be a spokesperson for agriculture, wants to be in the industry? I will never give up, Bella. Follow your dream.
2: I think that your passion whatever your passion is is what you'll be best at Um, and I've always advised all my family and friends to do that follow your passion Um, so that and the other one is don't you as as Robin said getting into vet is extremely difficult Um, don't um, don't get if you don't get upset if you don't get in first go go and do an allied start an allied degree like um, ag science um, vet nursing one of those things And I've found that the universities are really good at helping you get in at the sort of year two or three to the course that you really want to do. So, yes, look at all your options and look at all your different universities. They, you know, don't be frightened to go interstate. We might allow you back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that point, I'm going to turn to Annabelle Braley, who's um, one of the finalists for the Storyteller of the Year with the uh, Queensland Rural, Regional and Remote Women's Network. Annabelle, what would your advice as a writer of six or seven books, what would your advice to a young Bella be looking back on your career because you've had, you know, put yourself out there to become a writer?
3: Mm. First and foremost, embrace opportunity. Um, I think be open-minded and, and um, just know that there are, as Carolyn said, there is always other ways to to um, to get you know to where your goal is. But I think mo- mostly embrace opportunity, whatever that is, including something like this award today, because you never know, you know what what might happen. Or who you might meet, or you know w- what will be the thing that changes everything, which is, you know, pretty much my story. Never underestimate the value of every experience. You know, if you're writing a CV, just think about all the things that might be relevant to what you're doing, not just the obvious things. What's your best job you've ever done? Oh gosh, Robin, I loved working in the Morven Roadhouse. Why was that so fantastic? <laughs> Because uh, yeah, because all the people are coming. I'd see everybody coming through more, than It was great. I think it's that all those people coming through, keeping track of what everyone was doing. And I used to only work. I was writing. This was in more recent years, but I was actually I'd go to work over there at, between half past five and nine, and I'd make all the sandwiches. And they pretty much let me wa- make whatever I liked. So I made some fabulous trucky sandwiches. And I saw everybody who came through the place, and and just caught up with people and, and heard heard traveller stories. And and what's I interesting think- about truckies. I don't know if there's anything more interesting about truckies than anybody else other than what you see is what you get. And um, from a news point of view, you know, they carry the news, they carry the stories if you talk to them for long enough. So do other travellers, but with the truckies it's different because they're long haul. -haul.
0: What's the secret to being liked when you're working in a a roadhouse? I mean, is it just an extra slice
3: of bacon on their egg and bacon sandwich? Not necessarily. It can be, um, I used to sometimes say, you know, don't buy two breakfasts, buy one and share it. A lot of people like me for that because the, the meals were so huge being in a roadhouse. Um, and I think with the truckies, make fabulous sandwiches and just talk to them, but talk to people. You've written for many magazines. what they say. I think that's the other thing, is actually, you know, I, I, yeah, but quite a lot, but, but I think listening to what people have to say. You've written for many
0: magazines and you've written six or seven books. What is the key to making the audience interested in what you're writing?
3: Uh, I would say first and foremost, um, keep it simple. And I don't. I mean that in terms of. Um, I think it's very easy to get away to get carried away with using you know big words and and complicated sentences and whatever. But uh, I have the privilege of hearing other people's stories and sharing them. So I think for me, the key is one: um, just tell the story. And but also in my case I try to um, capture their language and make sure that what I'm writing is actually what they it is their story not my interpretation of their story.
0: And Carolyn what's the key to getting through to farmers when you're traipsing around the countryside doing farmer meetings all over the country and you've been doing it for 55 years what's the most exciting best meeting you've ever had? Well I've, I've Only
2: been a front person for a few years because I'm not necessarily. I'm more of a back backroom person mm-hmm. um, in research and things is my go. But I think with the farmers, it's a bit like the truckies. What what you um, hear is you know what you see is what you get. Um, and we've had a, we've been battling um, to with the mental health issue that um, Bella has mentioned with the drought. Um, we've been um, trying it, if you if you label an event. Or meeting or something with mental health, the people that need the farmers that need it take to the hills. So you have to find a better way of connecting with them. We've had a certain amount of success with um, taking having a speaker on something, anything. Doesn't you know biosecurity, you know cattle ticks, whatever. Get them in and then have a social, like just a, a simple barbecue and a few drinks afterwards and they all start talking to each other and the people come out of the woodwork and it's that interaction with their fellow farmers, realising, I think, that they're not on their own. You tend to think that you're the only one ones with problems, but everybody's got problems of some sort. And I think that's that's the way we've found, it. it's difficult, but that's the way we've found connecting during the drought has been with these little very simple social type thing at the end of get them in with some topic that they want to hear about.
0: And what would you advise to Bella to be, you know, from from a mental health point of view? Because I mean you've been through some pretty rough times over the years.
2: Oh, put put one foot in front of the other. And the sun always comes up the next morning and the sunrises are absolutely beautiful.
0: Thanks to Ag Force stalwart Carolyn Harris and finalists in the QN Leadership Awards, Annabel Braley, Storyteller category, and Bella Schiff in the Young Woman with a Vision category. I caught up with them at a delightful high tea at Tabinga Station, hosted by Melissa Barnett on International Rural Women's Day. Don't forget that date. It's October the 15th, and there's some marvellous information about International Rural Women's Day on the UN site. You've been listening to Postcards from the Bush with Robin McConkie. Subscribe on your favourite podcast app and leave me a review. Music was composed and presented by Luke (laughs) Aidney.